When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leith, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, a podcast where I discuss simple, practical, and scientific ways to help you take back control of your mental health and to help others and to help heal your community. In this podcast today, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions and how to stick to them. chosen to do this podcast now instead of at the beginning of the year because we are almost halfway through January and I am thinking you may need some motivation to keep on with your New Year's resolutions. Most commonly it would seem New Year's resolutions revolve around weight loss, quitting smoking, reducing drinking and basically exercising more. According to some research done at the University of Scranton, 77% of people stick to their resolutions over week one, but over a two-year period, in other words, everything from week two and onwards, only one in five people will actually achieve their goal and sustain the changes. Another study reported by the American Psychological Society reported similar findings. This appears to mean that about 80% of people don't fulfill their New Year's resolutions. 80% from week two don't fulfill their New Year's resolutions. However, good news, there are ways of improving this. A Pennsylvania study found that the most successful resolvers were applying stimulus control at all five checkpoints. Stimulus control is the act of keeping things around you that remind you why you chose the resolution in the first place. Strong motivation was found to be very important for both the initial success in the first week and then long-term maintenance. The authors of a study done at the University of Scranton in 2002 found that the most successful resolvers used more willpower, stimulus control, that's keeping things around you that remind you of your goal, reinforcement management, so giving yourself some rewards, positive thinking, and avoidance strategies. But before we talk in depth about all this information, I want to say thank you again to everyone who tunes in each week and thank you to everyone who has subscribed to this podcast, left a review, or shared this podcast on social media and with friends and family. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you again, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. So back to today's New Year's Resolution podcast. I personally believe that New Year's resolutions can be both good and bad. Good in that we stand back and reassess our life and look to the future with a new sense of hope. And bad in that they are generally hard to stick to. As we've seen, about 80% of people give up by week two and can often lead to feelings of frustration and hopelessness. Of course, the desire to change and improve is inherent in our nature as humans and new beginnings, like making changes at the beginning of the year, appeals to this desire. However, real changes are small, 
and cumulative. That is, a little at a time achieves a lot in the end. So rather than relying on too much of the big aha moments at the beginning of the year, I believe we should reevaluate how we approach New Year's resolutions. I have four tips I want to share with you now. The first tip is start with small changes. Just quickly, these four tips, I believe, will help you change that statistic of the 80% or put you out of that statistic of not achieving your goals. So first tip to help you keep those New Year's resolutions is start with small changes. If your New Year's resolution is to exercise more, for example, maybe you should just start with five minutes three times a week and then build to 30 minutes daily. Rather than starting with, I will go to gym every day for two hours, or I'll go to Orange Theory every day, or I'll go here today and that, that day, maybe you even want to start exercising at home. And that's perfectly okay. There's some amazing online YouTube videos. I'd have a couple of those that I do 20-minute ab workouts. I do an ab workout in my sauna. So I have a home routine that I can do in hotels, and I have ones that I do at the gym, and I go to Orange Theory and so on. So... Work a plan for yourself, but start small. I started small. Or if it's a particular toxic habit you're working on, you can use my app Switch, which walks you through the five steps daily over cycles of 21 days, a tiny little bit of a change every day, using directed thinking techniques to help you transform your thinking little by little over time. This is so much more effective than those big, huge aha, I'm going to change my life forever moments that we tend to jump into at the beginning of the year and that, as I will say again, are 80% ineffective. Tip number two, be open-minded to changing your changes. If something isn't working, instead of giving up, try a different way. Think outside the box. Actually, there is no box, so don't give up. There's no box. It's totally fine if you see that what you're doing is not achieving the desired end result. Choose to shift gears. New Year's resolutions are not set in stone, they're just a catalyst. So don't get fixated on only achieving your goals in a certain way. Tip number three, give yourself grace. Gosh, we're so hard on ourselves. We get so hard on ourselves that we end up giving up. By giving yourself grace, you don't give up. By looking at what you have achieved versus what you haven't done, you will encourage yourself to keep on keeping on because even the tiniest attempt is a victory. I learned this from my husband. I would get into bed in the first few years of our marriage every night and say, oh my gosh, I didn't do this and this and this. And I would go and list all the things I didn't do. So my husband would say to me, why don't, instead of saying what you didn't do, tell me what you did do, what you did achieve. And it was really hard to shift gears and focus on giving myself grace and looking at what I did do. And with time and practice, I've learned to do that daily and with my New Year's resolutions. It's such a shift. Even now and then, I'll get into the habit of, oh, I didn't get this done. And I stop myself. Or my husband will say to me, hey, quickly, focus on what you have done, not what you haven't. Point number four, make your resolutions lifelong resolutions. Focus on the process more than on the end goal of a particular resolution. We're so extrinsically driven in this society, so happiness driven, so I've got to get something outside and in me driven, that we forget all about the excellence of the process, which is actually better than the goal. Let me say that again. The process, the excellence of process is better than the goal. Because when you focus on the excellence of the process and learn from it, you will actually achieve a different kind of goal that will be better for you. You see the journey We've heard this so often. I'm just going to say something you've heard a million times. The journey should almost be more enjoyable than what you achieve or desire. Of course, 
You need some sort of vision in mind, some sort of goal. But focus on the process. Shift your mindset to the process more than the final goal, which helps set aside the all or nothing resolution. So I do this. If I want to change, let's take the most simple thing like an exercise routine. With my travel schedule, I kind of got into a habit of only doing exercise three, three times a week. Now I've managed to get it back up to seven days a week, sometimes six days a week. And some days it's five minutes, some days it's 30 minutes, some days it's two hours. But I started, I made it fit in, I give myself grace. If there's a day I can't do exercise, I don't get all worked up, but I made it the goal to exercise a little bit every single day. And having, giving myself that grace, fitting it into my lifestyle, giving myself permission that I can just do it in the hotel room. I don't have to go to an actual gym. Or if I don't get to the gym, I can just maybe go for a walk that day or walk faster. Or if I'm at home and I just am so busy, Instead of just I'm sitting and working at my computer, I stand. In other words, I make it I make it easy to fit into my goal. Another example is the habit of going to bed worrying about what I haven't done. I have really worked very, very hard on making that a resolution for myself that I will go to bed at night and the first thing I'll say to myself when I get into bed is, what have I achieved today? So I catch myself. I catch myself making that and it's become such a lifestyle now that it's not hard for me anymore to do that. I still, I still fall, but I, I get back into it really quickly. Let me tell you about my secret weapon for learning new things and getting ahead. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I love Blinkist because in less than 15 minutes, I feel like I can fast track my path to a more intelligent and informed and healthy me. I use Blinkist as part of my daily brain building morning routine, which helps really boost my mental health throughout the day. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf. Try it free for seven days and save 25% of your new subscription. The link will be in the show notes. One of my favorite travel hacks and one I always recommend is compression socks. My favorite brand is Comrade Socks. Comrade Socks work great for preventing swelling for more comfortable travel, which is so important for me since I travel so much. Comrade Socks are also great for helping speed up muscle recovery after workouts and so much more. I have been wearing Comrade Socks for a while now and I love them. They're extremely comfortable. I love wearing my socks while traveling, walking with my children, while sitting at my desk doing research and podcasting whenever I can. They come in a range of colors and styles that have the look of a casual sock and are a great gift idea for yourself and for others. And right now, my listeners can get 20% off with the code DRLEAF at checkout. Just go to www.comradesocks.com forward slash DRLEAF. The link will also be in the show notes. Ladies, I need to tell you about a bra company that has changed my life, Third Love. With Third Love, I took a really quick and fun online quiz, which then matched me to the perfect bra shape and size. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and 
put it to the test. If you don't love it, you can return or exchange it for free and Third Love will donate it to a woman in need. Right now, they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash drleaf. That's thirdlove.com slash drleaf for 15% off today. Just recently, I put up a post post asking you, my listeners, how do how you keep your New Year's resolutions. And there were some really great tips. So in the rest of today's podcast, I'm going to share with you the top 10 tips that people have been using to help them keep their New Year's resolutions. So thanks to you guys who whose work I'm including here. And if you notice something that's that, something that you said, send us a review, send us a comment. So these are really great. I love them. Okay, so first tip. Start working on New Year's resolutions in November so that by January, it's already a habit. The best time to start is now. Great, love it. I would actually add to this and say that when you make a resolution, make sure that you view it as something that is lifelong. I just mentioned that in my last tip too. Not just a New Year's resolution. I, I make lifelong resolutions. I make things that I know can fit in my lifestyle on an, on an ongoing basis. So I rather go for less each year and make them more lifestyle changes. The, the next tip that you guys gave me, break down your goal into small attainable steps. Excellent. Think of ways you can make something big, more achievable by making it a long-term plan. For example, if you want to eat healthier, start by eating a salad a day for lunch, then begin to cut out certain junk foods, then plan to drink more water. Over time, you will create a whole new lifestyle. So there's this research study that said it's way better in terms of food and changing the way you eat to stop buying the junk food and immediately start buying the healthy food. A lot of people with a New Year's resolution, they start buying, they buy some healthy and some junk food and it actually makes the things worse. So if you're going to start, so this is a great idea. So start, make a, maybe make a list of all the healthy foods that you like um, and that you, you would like to start eating and what would make them palatable for you and then start buying those products and don't allow yourself to buy the bad ones. And if you do, that's okay pick yourself up remember if you fall you pick yourself up third one keep it simple and attainable avoid the all or nothing resolutions because when you fail you fall harder and can feel worse great point simplicity achieves wonders so when you fall and you harden yourself it'll make you want to give up altogether so keep things simple and attainable Point number four, examine the reason why you want to change what you want to change you're not going to do something unless you know why is it superficial? Is it something deeper? Why this particular resolution? Sometimes shifting the reason why you want to do something, say for example, to focus more on your emotional and physical health and well-being, rather than something like getting thin. So instead of saying, I want to get thin this year, rather focus on saying something like, I actually want to get healthy this year. I want to feel with more, feel more energy. I want to, my skin to glow more or whatever. Uh, I want to become overall, have a better sense of well-being, something like that. So always the why behind the goal is vital to sustainability. A lot of research to back that up. Point number five, you need accountability with someone you trust and love. I love that one. As I said, I get my husband to help me when I get you know, to that thing at the end of the day where I start focusing on the negative before the positive. And he's been great and a great accountability partner. When it comes to exercise and diet, that's also a great way. As a family, you can eat together. You can exercise with someone. You can work on toxic thoughts together. If you do my Switch app, which is an amazing tool, the Switch app, you can get them on, you can get it on iTunes and Google Play. We're actually doing a challenge at the moment. It's all my years of research on how you can use your mind 
to change your brain and body, how to manage your lifestyle changes. It's mind management and it will help you manage those changes. It's a brilliant way that you can do together. You can have a group of you doing it together. We've got a Facebook group going and if you join our challenge, you can find out more about that if you go to my webpage and my social media pages. You can become part of a group and you can hold it, hold, help, help hold each other accountable. The sixth point, planning out and writing down your goals in a way that you can see the big picture, have a clear vision of why and what you want to change, can remind yourself on a daily basis on how to do this. So a journal, use a calendar, that kind of thing. This is wonderful. From a scientific perspective, writing is a way of allowing the basal ganglia in the brain to get unstuck. And that's really important for change. You need to be able to get unstuck. The next one is be flexible and be okay with changing your resolutions as your circumstances change or if your desires change. Very similar to one of the ones that I gave you earlier on because this is great. I, I like to have what I call a possibilities mindset. In terms of flexibility, that's being having a possibilities mindset, which allows you to see multiple possibilities in a given situation and to shift your thinking when something doesn't go according to plan. You can see my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, for more information on the possibilities mindset. Tip number eight from the readers and from my followers. Planning New Year's resolutions with a loved one. This is great. I love this one. Sometimes having an outside, more objective point of view can better help you understand what you need to change in your life. You know, get perspective. It's amazing how people can give you perspective. When you're so immersed in your own stuff, sometimes it's difficult to get perspective. And getting perspective is critical to successful change. Point number nine, make positive resolutions. Sometimes we focus so much on what we need to change or what we need to give up that the negative can be overwhelming. Wow, I love this point. But focus on how we want our lives to improve and what we want to gain can make things more exciting and attainable and give you hope for change. For example, you can add some fun and exciting goals to your resolution. This is what I would suggest. Like take more breaks if you're a workaholic, scheduling in date nights, rereading your favorite books, giving your time, self-time to watch at least three favorite movies this every week, something like that. Number 10, stop making resolutions altogether. Mm, I like that. Try and incorporate small changes into your life every day of the year rather than putting all the pressure on January the 1st, which can be overwhelming and make you feel more like a failure because you didn't live up to this one major event, which is actually principle number one that I mentioned in the beginning to avoid being part of the 80% not fulfilling resolutions statistics. Fantastic. So in conclusion, let me sum up the principles of a good approach to New Year's resolutions. Number one, start with small changes. Number two, be open-minded to changing your changes. Number three, give yourself grace. Number four, make your resolutions lifelong resolutions. In closing, it's okay if 2019 wasn't your year. New Year's Eve can be hard. Watching others post their highlight reels and favorite moments can be tough if you had a bad 2019. But if you had a difficult 2019 and the one thing you did was survive it, be proud of that. All your scares and struggles made you tougher and ready for anything. Don't look back with regret, guilt or shame. Celebrate the learning opportunities. Celebrate where you are now. Even if it's not exactly where you want it to be. Because just by being aware, you are already beginning to move forward. You are still here. You did it. 
I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.